have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing the other way. So, I know that I have been behind with posting things and all of that. I am planning to post all memes prior to this one being released. So most likely, I'm recording on a Sunday right now, I'll be posting everything to you Monday morning so you can have everything from last week because we are going into a new week now and that hasn't been done. So I apologize again, guys. This has been so much all around with all the shows happening right now. Um, I'm wanting to stay on top of the Love is Blind episodes so that, you know, we're not, you know, falling behind on that one. So yeah, we are definitely very bombarded here with with the TV shows that we have to cover. So yeah, I will have everything up to you, everything. So with that said, I'm not going to discuss any memes or anything. We're going to jump into the episode. Um, Also, one other announcement that I'm going to say, Sister Wives. We are going into a new week with Sister Rives. Sister Rives is coming out um, today as I record, and they're not going to be going to this until the next day. I'm still going to release our thoughts on the last episode, um, but I'm going to start doing them as bonus episodes, so it's a little easier that way. Um, it may or may not include Leticia. Um, she's been very busy in her life right now as well, so... She hasn't had my thoughts. Uh, she hasn't given me her thoughts yet on on anything. So it might just be me, but we'll see. But you'll get that first thing um, Monday, so tomorrow. Um, so yeah, if you, but it'll be a separate episode now, just a little easier. Those are easy to edit as well, um, easy enough usually to edit. So you'll get those that pretty quickly. 
Um, but with that said, we're going to jump into the reason that we are here. The Other Way, Season 5, Episode 12, Little Post, Big World. So, the first couple we're going to talk about is Sarper and Shekinah. So he tells us the next morning, it's not the next morning, his low back is hurting him because of the couch and potentially other things. Apparently, according to him, the neighbors complained about the noise. They thought it was the TV, but it wasn't the TV. It was her. <laughs> um, but anyway, now she wants to sage the house and maybe even sage him. So she's like saging his dick. Kind of similar to what Dempsey did with Stoller. Anyway. Um, he says he's okay with that. Whatever she wants to do, he's fine. Whatever. And he wants to sleep on the bed that night. He doesn't want to sleep on the couch. He said the couch isn't great. It's small. It's just not going to work. And he says that you can just sleep on me. You know, you can sleep on me so that we can sleep on the bed. But then he then says to her, but you know what? You might not be too skinny for that. The fuck you just say? So he says, you know what? Let me weigh you. Ew, this is gross. And yeah, they're going to figure out whether or not she's made her target, which if we remember her target was 128. So she is 132. So four pounds off. And that's a problem, apparently. Um, he just doesn't like his women to be muscular, he says. We've heard this already from Shekinah. Um, he makes a comment of, you know, it's my job to put targets on my clients, and she's my client right now. No, she's not. She's your girlfriend. There's a difference. Like, a, a huge difference. Where I'm going to tie my thoughts in about this with something else that we get to. So, um, I'm going to hold for a minute. But I do have things to say. They're trying to decide, like, what she's going to wear. And he literally has to approve what she's wearing. Because he has a vision in his mind of what his what she should look like. What? Are we, are we sure he's not gay? Like, I'm just saying, because like, and how does it say like, every gay man has style. I know that's not the case, but it's just like, what the hell? Because I just want to understand a straight man really, yes, they want their woman to look good, but to go down to the point of, I need to approve what you wear. I don't think it's so much about that. I think it's more of a control thing. He's controlling and, I'm just like, what the hell? This is so weird. Um, anyway. I said he's gross. He's gross to me. And then also, she does like her makeup, I think. She comes out, she's dressed, makeup's done, everything. And he's like, you're too pale. You need blush. So he's also telling her how to do her makeup. 
who is this? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Um, she says she lets this go because there are better things to talk about, Jesus. I'm still saving it because we're not there yet. We're not there yet as to what I need to say about her and her priorities. We're not there yet. But here's what I'm going to say, though. What is so special about this guy? Because to me, all I feel that attracts her, attracts him to her is the fact that he's good in bed according to her. Because I see nothing else that makes him a, like a good person to be with. So, anyway. So now they are going to the Grand Bazaar. And he says it's probably the largest mall in the world. It has over 4,000 stores. That is nuts. He also said it is the oldest in the world as well. So they take this picture by, I think, like there's, like, I think there were like lights or something. So they take a picture there. And then she says that I'm going to edit the, and I'm going to post the picture. And he says, no, please don't do that. And then they sit on these mini fucking chairs. And he says, I don't know why you are so obsessed about posting the picture. And she says, I don't know why you're so obsessed about not posting the picture. Y'all were fighting about social media. Okay. She says, who is going to see it? And she says, I feel very triggered because this is what some of her exes have done to her um, before. And um, she's like, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid that they're going to see? Um, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, girl, here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. Because I have more thoughts for later. You're getting into an argument. You're a grown-ass woman. You're a 41-year-old woman getting in a fight about social fucking media. Listen, I don't broadcast my relationship on social media. Neither does he. But those were our decisions together as a couple. But also, I just don't see the need of doing it. I know I'm in a relationship. I don't need the whole world to know I'm in a relationship. I do broadcast that I'm in a relationship, but I don't post about him they post pictures of him, or do, nor do I expect him to do the same. I just don't. My priorities are different. So to me, I'm like, I don't get this. But I'm also, you know, early 30s here thinking that way. I did think definitely in my early 20s that I wanted to be posted and I wanted to post my man or whatever. And I, I gave this example already, so I'm not going to go through it again, but do that in my early 20s. Like I'm talking 21, 22. 10 years or so later, I'm not thinking like that anymore because I don't give a shit. This woman is about 10 years older than me now. And she's worrying about this shit. I'm like, what? Like, grow up. Grow the fuck up. And I know like, LA girls, whatever, they think differently, whatever. 
But I'm like, grow up, please grow up. And I know her life is social media because, you know, what her side hustle is and all that and whatever. And she also has um, her own business. I'm sure she was marketing that business on social media. So I understand that. But I don't understand the fight over the social media. If he has set a boundary, then he has set a boundary. Do I agree with the boundary? No. In terms of the reason for the boundary, I don't agree with it. But I don't understand creating an argument over it. When you have other things that are more pertinent and and need more attention. For example... Him weighing you and setting a target weight for you, that's a problem. Telling you how you should dress and how you should look, that's a problem. Telling you how you should have your makeup done and everything, that's a problem. Those are problems. Those are major problems. Because that goes to show this man has a control issue and it can get dark real quick. I'm just saying. She takes it as it's cute it's not cute. It's not cute. It's disgusting. Her priorities are all the way fucked up. But let's continue. He then says that there are some psychos who are stalking him, and then they would stalk her in the process. Are you that important, sir, that there are people stalking you? I don't buy I for a minute, but anyway, she just wants to just wants to share the relationship online um, to show the fact that they were together. She says that's important to her, and if he doesn't, um, it just shows that he's hiding. Now I understand that. I understand that. That. You know, it could be that way, especially because this man has only been faithful to her for two months. <laughs> I get it, but I just don't, I, I just don't understand the fight over it. It's kind of those things that you're giving this, this, that much thought when this is something I feel like you could drop and come back to because you have other fish to fry, bigger fish to fry. So, she then says in her in the moment um what if you lost me because of the post or lack thereof if you break up with somebody over a lack of a social media post then you are not mature enough to be in a relationship that is ridiculously dumb i don't even think i would have done that in high school that's so stupid (laughs) What? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, then he says, like, that's a minor reason to break up with somebody. The man who has never been in a relationship, who has had sex with 2,500 women, says that's minor. He is smarter than you. Who knew? Who knew? Wow. And then she tells him that you're being shady and this is player behavior. Possibly. But with that in mind, you still decided to move your ass to Turkey. So, 
come again. <laughs> so then she says that she didn't think that he would fight her so much on the social media issue. So now they're going to be going on a boat ride. And I preface the fact that he has wrapped himself with a red wrap for a reason, but that's what he has done. So he's on his phone and she says, are you just going to be on your phone the whole time? Are you that mad at me? Blah, blah, blah. He then tells her to check her phone, in particular to check her stories on Instagram. So he posted a picture of them on his stories. So you think, okay, that's a step in the right direction. That's great. Baby steps, because this is an uncomfortable territory for him. So he says, so I'm like, okay, that's great. That's great. Little bits. You'll get to the goal that you want. But I guess I'm more mature than her because her reaction is, is our relationship a 24-hour relationship? Because the story is 24 hours. Then she starts telling him the what a story is for, which is basically moments and some and like small moments, not like a long-term thing, like their relationship is supposed to be. And I'm like, how do you not know that wasn't a moment for him? <laughs> you know what I mean? This whole, you were supposed to be a moment for him. Not a long-term thing. So again, we're fighting over social media. We're fighting over fucking Instagram. My God. I mean, you're on a show where everyone is going to see that you're together. You know what I mean? You guys are literally the promo shot for the show. You know? So how about we let this one go personally. But no, she won't. Um, he basically tells her that she should be happy with it. I kind of have to agree a little bit. Um, and that it's better than nothing because literally it was nothing a second ago. So um, he tells her that I can't make you happy because I do something, but yet you're not happy about it. And he says, I'm trying. I, I get it. I get it. Um, and she says that what would make me happy was you doing the post and trying what, what trying is, is moving to another country. So now we're doing a tit for tat. You made the decision to move there. You didn't have to. You made the decision. So then do not throw that in his face. That is a bullshit thing to do. Don't throw that in his face. You, ma'am, made that decision. So he then says to her, out of 2,500 women, you are the one that I chose. And I guess he thinks that should make her feel better. It doesn't. I don't know how that would make me feel when he met her. She was one of three that day. <laughs> you know, I'm so dead right now. But yeah, like, I don't think that would necessarily make me feel better. Um, but again, like, that's how this guy thinks because he doesn't 
think like a normal person. He's had 2,500 women, which I still don't fully believe it's that high of a number. But anyway, she says, that doesn't make me feel better. That makes me feel sick. Oof. Again, if I made you feel sick, why did you move? Because that doesn't change. The fact that his dick has been in 2,500 women, that doesn't change. So why did you move? He says that he's having a transformation, maybe. Okay. He asks, "Um, do you want to go back to your country? Do you want to leave me? He says he was expecting a thank you. First of all, you shouldn't be expecting a thank you for doing something minor. Okay, that's how relationships are. You shouldn't be expecting a thank you. Um, but she says, I was expecting a post. Oh my God. She says um, that her family told her to look out for red flags. And she says, right now, he looks like a giant red flag just blowing in the wind. This is how I know this is fake. <laughs> are you kidding me? Um. Anyway, she says, if he can't do the small things, then he's not ready to commit to a relationship. Now, when I think small things, I think, you know, putting the toilet seat down, changing the toilet paper, washing the dishes, small things, not social fucking media. Everybody, let me remind you, we are having an argument about social fucking media and not social media to the extent of like Danielle and Muhammad social media. I'm not talking that because that, that was some shit. We're literally having an argument about him not posting her on social media. Like we are two years old. I can't when you have bigger things, that is an actual issue to deal with things that would compromise you as a human and as a woman. But let's focus on social media. Sounds like a plan. Anyway, that's it for Shekinah and Sarper for this week. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code, REALITYT2, to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P, Dot CA and use our unique coupon code REALITY2. That's R E A L I T E A and the number two. Now we are going to talk about Danielle and Johan. My goodness gracious. 
every episode, I feel more bad for her. Every episode. I can't with him. I, I, I'm, I'm done with him. That's, that's, that's the, that's it. <laughs> so let's get into it. So he says that things have been tense, um, between them. And he's working out with a friend of his. The friend is cute, but the friend is also problematic. He tells his friend that she told him a lot of things. Like she wanted to live in the DR and they would have a good life there. Yeah, they would have a good life there in comparison to New York because my girl has debt. <laughs> um, but he doesn't see that happening, he says. He says, we live in an apartment, a nice, a nice apartment, but we are renting. He tells her apparently that as a couple, we can't rent forever. And I understand that, but you two being a couple or a married couple doesn't determine when you rent and when you buy. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, he tells her, um, oh, sorry. He says they have been there together now for three months. He expected that they would have bought a house, bought a car by now. Are you stupid? With what money? This is how I know like, this guy is using her. And was using her from day fucking one. And also, he's an absolute idiot. Because with what money? She quit her job. She was a teacher. Teachers don't make a lot of money, especially in the States. They don't make a lot of money. She was a fucking teacher for 20 years. Okay? She quit that job like an idiot and moved there. She lived in New York. Now, I know she doesn't live in Manhattan. Like She tried to make a whole thing. I think it came out that she lived in New Yorkers, but either way, New York is not cheap. And she had a tiny ass apartment in New Yorkers or wherever the hell she lived in New York. And, um, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to live a life in New York. And it, it's, <sighs> he's a fucking completely clueless as to what life is like and we'll see more how clueless he is but again she's only been there for three months you just think miraculously after three months that she's gonna find a money to buy a house when she's not fucking working and neither are you why the fuck would she put herself in a situation buying a home when you sir are not contributing to to the to the home, contributing to that happening. How do you how do you expect any of those things to happen? Fucking clueless, this guy. Yeah, so he thought to those things, not paying rent on an apartment and car, not paying rent for electricity. Okay, so if you're not paying rent on electricity, you're still going to be paying for electricity. Is he an idiot? <laughs> this guy has more dick than brains, apparently, because he's an absolute idiot. 
shit don't come free. No, nothing comes free. And I don't know how they do things in DR, but I'm sure here, here in Canada, in the States, most likely, you pay property taxes. It's going to cost more money in the long run, especially if you don't have it to buy a house. It just, it just is. But especially when you don't have it, like when you have it, you can work towards it, whatever. But you still have to pay a mortgage, I'm assuming, in the DR too. So you're still paying for something. You're never not paying for something. Like I wonder if he thinks like if we buy, we don't have to pay anything. Okay, you know, if you buy a home, you have to pay a mortgage and all, all the other taxes that come along with it. You buy a car. You're not paying everything up front, I'm assuming, unless you are, that is even worse. But you're probably not paying everything up front. You're still going to have a car loan to pay for, and then whatever insurance you have to pay for that car. Things don't come free. That's the thing. It's not about that. It's about the fact that this man wants to find her things in life because of the fact that, as he says during this, I married an American woman. Let's continue. So, so he says that he is not seeing the good life that she promised. He then says to his friend that he has another friend in a similar situation who married an American woman. Um, she apparently bought him a four by four, bought him an apartment all while dating. He says he told Danielle this. And her response was, that woman is stupid. And he says no, or told her, like, no, she's not stupid. That woman is helping out her husband because she sees he needs it. Okay. Number one, Danielle is correct. She is fucking stupid. She bought her man. Do you think he would have stayed with her otherwise? Nope. He wouldn't have. So she bought a husband. Okay. So she is fucking stupid. Danielle is correct. And the next thing is she's doing all of that because she thinks her husband's in need. I understand that it's hard and it's difficult to have and keep a job in the DR similarly to how it is in Jamaica. I get it. But you need to help your damn self to some extent. You just do. You, I'm sorry, you just do. Or better yet, if you can't do that, then you have to live within your means with the woman that you're with. And right now, this is the means that she can live within. So deal with it. So apparently they fought about this. His friend says, you need to let us set the record straight. The fuck do you know, sir? Set what record straight? No, 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 no. There's no record to be set on, on Johan's part. What record does he have? Idiots. Anyway. Um, and also says that she needs to look at your friend's situation. The fuck she does. The fuck she does. Um... He's saying, as a boyfriend, the friend received everything. You guys have been together for a year and all you have got is a dog. 
that comes back later. But um, yeah, I'm so upset <laughs> for all of us. Um, he says, yeah. So instead of bettering yourself, you're going backwards. No, he's not. He's saying, no, he's not. No, he's not. Because who told him to not have a job? He had a job. No, he doesn't. Who told him that? Number two, he tried to do the meat market thing. That didn't work. Because of who? Danielle? Let's try again. And yeah, so I feel he's come back it's all on his own i feel like he got comfortable with the idea that he has an american wife that he feels he can fall back on that's how he fell backwards but at the end, end of the day he lives in a home that has a nice home that he didn't have the same before I'll say that i'm not gonna say a bad home or anything like that but he did live a home with a bunch of different people so there wasn't a lot of privacy and all of that. And we saw the home. Like it wasn't he had a home. He the home was great. And you know, yeah. So I don't understand this how he's gone backwards. I'm confused. His friend says from his point of view, the dream when marrying a foreigner, you heard me correct, the dream of when marrying a foreigner is for the papers. It's for the papers, he said. And then to have your own home. And he says that that doesn't change. He'll just end up babysitting a puppy. Well, what else is he doing? He doesn't have a job, so he can babysit the fucking puppy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, he then says that she was aware of my financial situation from the start. Okay. Okay, and... Are you aware of hers? But even if, even if he was aware of her financial situation, I still don't think he'd understand. I still don't think he would. Um, anyway, so he said, I've spent my whole life working here. Okay. And I have nothing. I'm sorry. I have no sympathy because I've also spent my whole life working and I really have nothing to show for it. And that's the case, I think, for a lot of people. Yes, we live very differently than they do in the DR, and we're fortunate for that, but it's just, <sighs> Crowny River, um, he is not going to pay rent, he says, um, he's not going to rent cars, he says, I'm tired of all of that, you've been doing it for three fucking months. And you've only known her for a year. What the fuck are you tired of? Explain. Um, yeah, so he says, I'm done with all of that. He says that she's determined to stay in the DR. So she's the one that has to pay for everything. She's the one. He thinks that she has to, or sorry, he thinks he has to confront her because she made promises and didn't keep them. Maybe she did keep promises. I get it. And I think as the American, the American should stop doing that. Stop making these fucking empty ass promises that you know you probably can't keep. But things change. 
and money situations change. I also think she didn't think she was going to be doing it completely on her own. So, um, he says, I have an American wife. She should give me the life of a king here. The fuck you say? I don't need to give you shit. Then he says to his friend, I married an American woman to stay here and have nothing. That's like a horror story. No, sir. Being killed by Ghostface is a horror story. Being killed by Michael Myers is a horror story. You living in your country of which you were born and raised in is not a fucking horror story. It's maybe the life you didn't think you would have, but that's the life that you have. It's not a horror story. It's called Adapt. This fucking guy (laughs) is making me feel bad for Danielle, which makes me hate him even more. Because it doesn't take away from the fact that she's problematic. But at the end of the day, she's being used. And she shouldn't be with him. Can we please get Yvette, I think that's her name, Yvette, and the other one. Can we get them back, please, to knock some sense into Danielle and say, Danielle, come back home with us. Leave this fucking guy to deal with his own shit. That's what I would do. Fuck him. Anyway. So now we're going to go looking at some cars that he apparently wants to buy. So they first look at a 2019 car. I'm not sure which car, which kind of car it was, but the car is worth $29,000. And the guy says, but, you know, it's, it's negotiable. It's negotiable price. She says, listen, I paid $30,000 for a BMW. The fuck I'm spending $29,000 on this car. Um, she lived about three years ago. Anyway. Then they look at another 2019 car, which is a Santa Fe. The guy says it's comfortable, it's fuel efficient, it's a modern car, and it won't start. <laughs> the fucking car won't start. Um, the sales guy says it's a really great car, <laughs> um, but the battery is dead. Great. Um, but this car with a dead-ass fucking battery, costs $32,000. She says, I really like my cars with batteries. Agreed. In her in the moment, she says, is this guy serious? Maybe you can get someone else to fall for that, but not me. I'm from New York. (laughs) He, um, I think Johan says, you know, it's been there for a while. It's normal. I don't care. You know what solves the issue? With that, at least at the bare minimum, turning the car on, leaving it on for a little bit, getting the battery pumped up, and making sure that this is your fucking business. Make sure the car starts. Um, or sometimes we need to drive a car around the, the lot or something, whatever. This is your business. Do better. But again, these are used cars. And this is how much the used car costs. The fuck. I, I think not. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, she then says, listen, we're spending $30 a a day to rent a car in the DR. And she says they don't need a car every day. So in the end of the day, it is cheaper to just rent the car if they really don't need one every day. He thinks that the price is okay, right? Of course he does, because it's a good car. And she says, okay, so do you have $30,000 to spend on the car? And he says, well, if I did, I would have bought the car, no problem. But you don't, that's the key thing here, you don't have the money. So she says, do you think I have $30,000 in my account? He says, I don't know. Okay. You think if she did, she would spend it on the fucking car? She says, well, I don't. And he says, you want to live your life renting? She says, I make sound financial decisions. No, you don't. (laughs) But under the circumstances, I get it. Um... And she says, buying a car for $30,000 that I don't have isn't making a sound financial decision. She says, you might think that it's a sound financial decision because it's not your fucking money. I don't know if she said fucking, but I did. (laughs) She says, when it's your money, you think differently. You don't even want to pay for light. Huh. Interesting. She says you turn off the AC because you think it's too expensive. And you don't want to pay for it. Huh. So you don't want to pay for the things that are needed, like light. I know everyone's different with the AC, especially those people who live in the Caribbean. But um, she needs the AC. So these are things that you all need. You don't want to pay for that, but you want to pay for a car that you really, truly don't need. Right. Okay. All right, then. Um, and he says that this is bullshit. You're right. You're bullshit, sir. This whole is bullshit. He says that to her, to her, you're the American who wants to live in DR. So you have to pay for all of this. I don't have to work. I don't have to pay. This is no longer a team. This is no longer a marriage or a union. This is a transaction. Wow. Anyway, he said, I don't have to pay half and half, like you say, because you don't want me to have my papers so that I can work in your country. Let's continue. Um, Danielle kind of sums this up for me, but let's continue. So she says, um, so he says that um, you are going to do all of that because you want to be here. He says there are many people in need here. He says that in a moment. And um, he says that in the States, there's more opportunities her he says the <laughs> this one got me he says the money goes a longer way 
a longer way where? A longer way in the States? Because no, it doesn't. Especially in New York. And I said, maybe you can go a longer way in the DR, but you still have to live in the States while you're working. So it's not going to go a long way. This, again, I, mm, until, honestly, my thing was, okay, me, I was like, all right, then you win. Let's do it. Let's get you there. Let's, let's, let's get there. Let's do it. And you're going to see the life that there is there. And you're going to say, shit. You're going to say, not only that, but her debt is your debt, sir. So you're also going to take on that as well. So yeah, let's do it. That's what I would say. Because the thing is, it's like, you hear this a lot, hear a lot from Jamaican men, again, married a Jamaican man, get it. And he would think the same. It would, you would more opportunities and money stretches more and all that. And that was even at a time where it was a lot easier than it is today. And it doesn't fucking stretch anywhere. It doesn't do shit. And he knows that now. Yes, job opportunities are better here than it are there. But you also still need to have that qualification, the qualifications to get a good job. Johan, like my ex, doesn't have those qualifications to get a good job. What you're going to end up getting is manual labor jobs where you make barely above minimum wage. If you make above minimum wage, you might not. And again, he is not allotted the same, um, well, he might because he has a work permit. You get a work permit, but you're not on a lot of the same rights. Like if you were to work like under the table, like, right, you don't get the same rights as someone who has the rights, you know? And again, I'm coming from a Canadian perspective, but I know the minimum wage in the States is 10 times worse than it is here in Canada. Like it floors me when I hear, holy shit, we're at like 15 something an hour here in Canada. And some places in the States are not at that at all in this day and age. And it's like, you have no fucking clue what life is like in the States. You're basing this all on TV and movies. You're not going to get a Richard Gere coming with you for $3,000. And now $3,000 is a new shit, but you're not going to get someone coming at you with $3,000 fucking dollars. You know, you're not going to get that. That's not real fucking life. I, anyway, so she says, what job would you be able to get that would pay for everything in the States? He says, I don't know. You haven't even done some research. You're just going there blinded, blindly and thinking, I'll find something. Like, are you kidding me? Do some research. Figure out what you can get. Seriously, seriously. That's the thing. Google's beautiful. Okay? Do some fucking research. Find out what you think you can get with your qualifications. And then look at price of living, which includes rent, groceries, bills that need to be paid and figure out if that is feasible for you. 
And then there's Danielle and her situation. Like she could probably get a job easy enough. Um, but again, she quit her fucking job. So I don't know how easy it's going to be for her to get back on the bandwagon with teaching, but she could do something and figure out what she can do and how that works and whatever. But she could still take the same fucking approach as you and say, I don't want to live here in the States. So you have to pay for it. And then that's includes with the fact that he's probably going to want to send money back to his family. Can you live here in the States? Do your research. Probably the answer is no, you can't. She says, what are you going to do by Amazon? You don't speak English. She tells him, you are out of your mind. I won't 100% agree with her. She says, if he thinks I should enable him because I'm American, then he can pick the sort. Then he picked the wrong American. She doesn't want a Kemp's man. She never did. She never wanted a Kemp's man. Um, so this isn't for her. She says that, she says she made that very clear. She says, no, I am not paying for everything here. And no, we are not going to the States. Neither is an option. That's honestly, put your foot down. I don't fucking care. Fuck him. Um, so yeah, that's basically it for Danielle and Johan. Like I said, fuck him. I'm so mad at myself for liking him at all because I'm like, well, you know, maybe he does love her. You know, maybe, you know, he showed his ass these last two episodes. Fuck, 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 fuck him. <laughs> but that's it for Danielle and Johan. So next we have Kenny and Armando. So this is very quick, guys, as always. <laughs> um, so they're leaving Mexico City now, and uh, Armando, he's feeling a lot better about it. He He's on board now with the idea of moving. And he thinks that he should just give it a chance. And so he gave him some thought, and they should definitely move. So looks like they're going to be doing it. And they're planning to make the move after Hannah's um, school year. So three hours later, Kenny brings up that he was, you know, talking to his daughter, Taylor, about the surrogacy. And he says, you know, I was leaning towards no for it. Amano asks, have you changed your mind on surrogacy? Kenny says he has had an epiphany that if he was younger, he wouldn't have done it without a doubt. And why should I say no if I really want to? He says, I want your I want your dreams to be fulfilled. And if I can do it for you, then I will. So, grand scheme of things, they are doing surrogacy. He says he has never let things get in his way before. So basically, why start now? 
Amano says that there is a lot of unknowns, but I am ready uh, to do this with you. That's basically it. Someone tells, what I'm going to say is, I'm happy for them. I love them. I'm happy for them. This is what they want. And I hear what Kenny is saying, but those reasons, those things that Kenny was hesitant about, they're still there. I do worry about that, not just for that child, but also for Kenny um, and Armando and Hannah. So it's, I do worry about that, but you know, luckily, hopefully we don't have to worry about that for a long, long time. Kenny's going to live a long, long life. So we don't have to worry about those things, but yeah. Anyway, that's it for Kenny and Armando. Now, TJ and Kim, he explains to her that it was an achievement to have her parents smiling on him. And he says, I could only feel that for a few minutes. She says, I fuck things up, I admit it. But I just wanted you to feel how I felt in that moment. He says, I just don't want our future. And I don't know how our future looks because of the last six days. She says, I don't want to lose you. I felt, I'm going to say this at the top right now. I feel like she was love bombing him the entire time. I felt, I felt very love bombing to me. Like he said, he said, he doesn't know if he can do this with you and he feels he can't make you happy. And you're just kind of saying, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't like it. Anyway. She says to him, I just don't want these stupid fights to come between us. She can't picture life with anyone else. He says, now you cry and you tell me um, I'm of importance in your life. And I didn't feel that yesterday. She says, I'm sorry. I never meant I never treated this relationship better. She says, I didn't think you would actually break up with me. There it is. <laughs> she thought she could use and abuse him because he won't leave you. Wow. Um, because she says, like, every time that I try to run away, you always say, like, it's up to you. And, um, and subconsciously, I thought you would never break up with me because of it. She tells him, you have touched my life. And anything I, I, I do, I need your influence in my life. And I can't, I can, she said, I can do this. I can do this. I can be better. <laughs> okay. He says, I just want to say one thing. I love you. And I love you always even if you and me aren't together. He says, you are my manifestation. Okay. He says, maybe in the future, we need to, to think about this. She says, okay, so there is a future. And y'all, there is a future. He says that they're going to get married in two days. She says that she will do anything to keep him around, even if it means sucking to his family in the process. Even Yash. 
Again, like I said, I did felt like this was kind of love bombing on her part, not respecting his boundaries because she says like, I can be a bitch sometimes. I know that blah, blah, blah. So stop doing it. And if this is more deep rooted than just stopping, then, then I don't know what to tell you. Therapy, <laughs> better help. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's an, ex- it's an excuse when you could just stop it, take a breath and stop it. But anyway, that's it for TJ and Kimberly for this week. Again, very short as with, with um, Kenny and Armando. The, the other couples were very short in comparison to the first two. So then we get a still to come this season. We see a wedding between TJ and Kimberly. So that happens. We see Starburst shipping. <laughs> Brandon and Mary seem to be laughing together, getting along. That's great. Holly and Wayne are now married because it seems that they have had sex. So they consummated something. <laughs> and Kenny and Armando tell Hannah about potentially having another sibling and it looks like she doesn't want it to be a baby i don't know but anyway brandon's mom shows up in the philippines and brandon's mom is like i'm not going to let mary get away with her bullshit basically um johan ends up leaving on the happiest day of the year, Danielle says, which is, I'm assuming, Christmas. And he, she says, like, you're not taking anything that I bought you because it's mine. And he says, yeah, well, the dog is mine because I bought the dog. So he takes the dog. Oh, my God. I've heard things from Cray Cray that I just never addressed. But I believe this dog is not in their care anymore which I feel is for the best under these circumstances. Anyway, then we see Kim and TJ fighting again. And y'all, she fucking screams, not like screaming words, legitimately screams as if she is in a horror movie. You want to talk horror, Johan? That's horror. But anyway, that is the end of the other way for, well, last week, technically, because we're going to a new week now. But again, guys, thank you. Thank you again for being so patient with me. I know we'll get a handle on things, especially when once Love is Blind is done, we'll get a handle on things and, and everything. Um, But yeah, that is that is it for for the other way. So if you like what you heard, please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. Also, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on, that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on my podcast app. 
If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website there. You can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly 
just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.